This is Ashley. And this is Katie Ray. And this is The Mom Stuff. Hey guys, welcome back. What? It's been a minute and thank you for bearing with us as we take a little mini break. Yes, because summer is basically over. I don't know why you're acting like you're upset. I know. It's not really for me. <laughs> yeah. It's like really rude of in my In my case, I'm kind of ready for summer to be over because I could get down with some cooler temperatures outside. Uh, it's been so hot. I don't know about anywhere else, but it is hot and it is like hasn't rained. It actually did rain last week, but before that it hadn't rained in a good minute. Yeah. So I agree. I'm a little bit ready for cooler weather, even though I typically prefer warmer weather I'm I'm not like I'm not the person that gets like super excited about it about to be full yeah I'm not like oh my gosh everything falls I'm like I do get excited about like pumpkin stuff because I love pumpkin no I do love all the fall activities yeah and things but I hate that like I want to wear fall clothes but it's October and 90, so I can't because oh, yeah. I just look like an idiot and I'm sweating. I know. I it's know. I'm curious to see what kind of winter we have here in Lubbock with I know, the I read like, non-rain we had. I read something today that said that we might have like one of the coldest or like harshest winters because that's what like the farmer's, farmer's almanac was saying. But I don't know. Oh. It was just like a headline. Too Anyways. Yeah. Um. But, I don't know, what have you been up to? No, we have just taken some little trips. We went and visited some friends in Austin, and then I took the twins up to some family, and we went to the rodeo, so that was fun. Yeah, I saw that, and, like, we got to go next year. I want to go. Yes. Because I love They they have literally the best parade like, I feel like I've been to a lot of parades in my life, and they have the best parade I've ever been to. I saw that and was like, why hasn't Ashley ever taken me to this rodeo? Yeah, I it's so cool because, like, all rodeo. these farmers pass out, like, milk and cheese and potatoes and, what? like, yeah, it's it's so much fun. But um, I like did a get a little too crazy one night. I mean, you know, it's okay. I know. My you aunt babysat. I like put the twins to sleep and then she stayed and watched them. And I went out with my dad and my brother and because every night there's like a concert and dance. And so we went out to that and I just got tore too up. much. Yeah. Just got tore up from the floor. Yeah. yeah. And well, the next day I was dreading having to like mom hung over, but it actually wasn't yeah. that bad. So yeah, that's the worst when you have I to kind of, hungover. Yeah, I do kind of feel like the newborn stage, like, prepares you for that. Facts. You can do anything if yeah. you get past the newborn. You're yeah. a freaking superhero. Yeah. Um, so you, on the other hand, have been gearing up for school. Yeah, so I've basically been doing school things for about two weeks because I am on, like, the leadership team at my school. So there's, like, yeah. a conference we have to go to for two days and then I was a new teacher mentor so that was another conference I had to go for two days which I'm obviously 
excuse me, they're paying me extra duty for that. So like I'm getting paid. And then I had that Friday off and then all teachers went back this past Monday, the first, no, the, I don't know. It wasn't the first. It was whatever day that that. was. (laughs) Yeah. So then we were back a week, like decorating my room, also doing trainings. Yeah. So much information overload and then trying to get everything ready. And then I was so tired this weekend that I sent Asher to my mother-in-law's on Saturday uh-huh. And I felt like such a bad mom because Sunday it was glory. I was like, keep him, keep him till dinner time whenever <laughs> you come over to eat. Like, do not bring him back early. Um, yeah. And it was so nice. And then today we had convocation, which is basically like a big pep rally. Um, right. Getting you like ready for school. And after that, we were in our rooms and then we had open house. So I literally today was at school from eight this morning till I guess I texted you around seven fifteen and was like PM and was like I'm heading home just now from open house. Yeah. But open house was good. It's just tiring and I can't believe it's already Oh I know. Got... Every year we when we had open house, my cheeks would hurt from like smiling so much. And like when school <laughs> first first starts back, like it takes a while for me to like get used to that again because like you're literally like I don't know. I guess maybe not every teacher is like that, but I was always like smiling all the time, you know, oh, happy. Yeah, Cause you're on, you know, you're yeah. on all the time, but, uh, no. So tomorrow, since my room's done tomorrow, I really just am going to like work on lesson plans, which is great. And then I have kids on Wednesday. It's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. So school starts Wednesday here. Um, I feel like I'll, there are some, some schools, maybe not in our area, but they started last week. So everybody's getting back to school. Yeah. Sorry. You have to get <laughs> ma'am. Yeah, Teach your life. I'm trying not to. I know. Um, but I do have to, I do have to like throw something out there that I have been doing that I'm obsessed uh, with. Wait, and can I guess? Everyone... Yes. Colleen Hoover. No. Oh. Okay, what I is mean, it? First of all, I have a whole I have a whole feeling about Colleen Hoover because I'm kind of mad that everybody's on the Colleen Hoover train because I've been reading her since I was a freshman in college, okay? Like well, I you're just there, too cool for school. I've been there from the <laughs> beginning and now all the these people are on the and it annoys me, but I mean, I'm glad she's a Texas author, so I'm glad people are reading her and Okay, really wait, should. is it a book though that you're reading? Yes. Okay. I just thought I was Colleen Hoover. LOL. Okay. Now, what book is it? It is. Well, first of all, everyone go read Colleen Hoover. Follow her on Instagram because she's so down to earth and hilarious. She kills me. Um, it is a currently like five book series and it's called A Court of Thorns and Roses. Ashley, when I tell you, I don't know how I'm going to read a different book ever again. Really? No, it is like, it is adult, first of all. I'm just going to say that. But it's not like smut, okay? Like, I've read It's not like a romance? I mean, it's, it is like Hunger Games, Divergent, Twilight, Beauty and the Beast, Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Like, it's, no, I'm not even kidding. It's all the things. And then at times, it gets kind of sexy. So, like, first book, I mean, there's some scenes, but not super sexy. Second book, chapter 55, 
probably I might be pregnant right now just from chapter 55 like I'm not (laughs) no I'm not kidding no I had I had a sexual awakening I was like I told someone to read this book I was like don't let your child read it like your teenager unless you want bad things to happen oh my gosh Um, but also it's someone was like oh it's like smut and I'm like no because there's just a few chapters or like a few parts that get like explicit yeah but it is so good it's literally I'm almost done with book three and they just sold it to Hulu to make a show so like in two years it's gonna be a show but I read book one and I was obsessed I read book two and I was like why did I ever like book one book two made me question everything I ever felt about book one I was like (laughs) book one who that book is terrible book two anyways I'm starting a cult I tell Okay, well, you're going to have to let me read them. Yeah. Oh, so they're so good. Okay, well, we'll so post good. those on our Instagram stories yeah, if anybody needs a new book to read. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, they're amazing. But literally, that's part of the reason I'm so tired. I will stay up till like 12 and 1 o'clock reading because yeah. I can't stop. Yeah. It's a I, I can't stay up late and do that when I read because reading like makes me tired. So like I'll stay up a little bit and then I'm like, okay, I got to go to sleep. But TV shows, completely different story. Well, I got in bed last night and Reese was like, hey. And I was like, it's one o'clock. I have to get up <laughs> at six. Leave me alone. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, sorry, I was reading. But anyways, that's really all I have to catch everyone up on other than, nope, that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of back to school and everything, um, we are going to talk in this episode about choosing daycares because everybody's like gearing up for back to school and um, are our followers. So I'm sure everybody's like in daycare mode as well as back to school mode. Yeah. So y'all know that I had a bad daycare experience um good but then bad yeah like it was so good for like a while and then it just weird things happened um so I honestly didn't do all the like research on the daycare we're currently out at because I was just trying to get Asher like out of the situation yeah we were in But whenever I was very first picking, I was, like, barely pregnant. Like, Oh, really? I think that I was, like, interviewing with people. Mm -hmm. Asher was in doodle September, and I was, like, interviewing people in, like, March. Oh, wow. To get Which was good, considering he ended up coming early. (laughs) Yes, it, it actually really was. But when did you start looking at daycares? Or how many so, months pregnant do you think? I feel like as soon as I got pregnant, I kind of like, not really like, I don't know, dove into like research or anything, but I would like Google places and kind of ask like friends that had uh, kids in daycare and stuff. But I really started looking, I think it was like January. Um, and I was, my due date was June. I figured the twins were coming in like May. But so, yeah, it was like January when we started like looking and like calling places to get prices and everything like that. Um, would you do like if you're pregnant, 
right now listening and don't know this, you do um, kind of have to look for daycares early because yeah. they fill up. I mean, depending yeah. where you live and like what kind of daycare you're looking at, but they fill up pretty quickly. I remember being, I mean, it's like March, like I'm barely past my first trimester. Like I just have gone to the doctor to like, everything's confirmed, Yeah. whatever. And, um, it might've even been February. Like, I don't even know if I had seen the doctor yet. Like it was crazy. No, I had, I don't know. Yeah. It was very early. And I told people, I was like, no, surely I don't need to look this early. And everyone was like, no, you absolutely should. Yeah, that's and exactly every- what happened to me. A teacher I and- work with, I told her we like we were looking, and she was like, "Oh, you better like reserve a spot like now." And I was like, "Can't be the case." And they were like, "No." And every daycare I called, I felt like an idiot because I was like, "Oh, hi, I'm 13 weeks. Like I'm 13 weeks pregnant, and I'm trying yeah. to find a daycare." And they were all like, "No, yeah, that's great." Like they did not because they that's what you have to do. Yeah, they none of them were like, oh, wow, like this is early. They were like, yeah, no, this is normal. This like you should be looking this early. You should be getting us on lists this early. And so I called a couple of places. I like I was dead set on Asher going to an in-home daycare because you just want like what you know and what you grew up with. And that's what I grew up with and knew. And I had like the best in-home daycare person she was my mima. like she was basically like grandmother to me we still keep in touch with their family to this day yeah. yada yada so I have really only looked at in-homes and I was like yeah it's gonna be a little bit more expensive but you get what you pay for kind of thing yeah and the only one I really liked is the one we ended up going to because she had like a nursing background and mm-hmm. um things like that like for and so I was like, this is, this is a done deal. But even in March, she was like, okay, I'll put you on my wait list. And I was like, well, it's not like, it's not going to be till, um, September. And she was like, yeah, but you're still on a wait list. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, how crazy. So she went ahead and like sent me all the things to have. And then was like, mm-hmm. I'll know when your spot is open and you can fill it out. And it was going to be, um, I feel like it was like 650 and there's only going to be like five other kids there maybe. And okay. they're like, she could only have, cause there was just one of her. So she could only have like two infants. Right. And then the rest were kids. Um, and there was another that was going to start in like later come to find out in October. So he would have someone kind of like around his age. Yeah. And so. I was dead set on that. Reese Reese didn't really care. He was like, I assume you'll make the best decision on that. Like, do whatever. And so that's what we did. But of course I asked all the, I mean, it was crazy because she was like, are you going to do baby led weaning? I was like, I don't even know what that is. (laughs) Yeah. And she was like, okay, well, if you are, I'll provide the meals. If not, you bring baby food. And like, she was asking me all these things that I was like, I don't know what that is either. Yeah. I don't know what that is either. And so it's like kind of funny because now I'm like, oh, okay. And I was yeah. like, yeah, we'll just do – that's the whole reason I did baby led weaning. Like, well, yeah, if you're going to provide the meals, we'll do baby led weaning. And yeah. you can tell that's me what so to do funny. and what to look at so that I don't have to buy baby food and bring it. Like if you're going to help me with that, yeah. great. That's, that's so funny we'll because I would have been like, 
Googling everything she asked me, like pretending like I already knew. (laughs) No, I literally was like, I don't freaking know. Yeah. Well, so we were like, we were up in arms kind of about like what we wanted to do childcare wise, because I mean, ideally I wanted to quit the previous (laughs) year and not have to go back to work, but that we just didn't think it would be possible at the time. So we started flicking up places and I think I've mentioned this before but we live you know like 20 minutes outside of like town and so convenience was kind of a factor for us as well and so we tried to find somebody that like either has an in-home out here where we live or like a nanny and we you know asked around searched high and low didn't really found it or find anything. Um, we did. There was like an in-home daycare, like out a little bit outside of where we live, so not too far. And she actually had twins herself, so like she had twin experience because that was another factor for us. Is like if we had a nanny or in-home daycare, like twins is just like kind of a different ball game sometimes. <laughs> and so we wanted them to be like comfortable with twins and so that sounded promising but I messaged her and she was like I'm full but I'll put you on the wait list and so like I just kept that on the back burner and then come to find out like of course I like was doing my due diligence and I like looked at her address and it wasn't in like the best neighborhood and so I feel like it all worked out that like that's not what we did but we started calling all the daycares in town and kind of around where I worked because that would be convenient for me to just drop off and stuff. Um, but they were all, well, I mean, daycares in general are just crazy expensive. Um, they're so expensive and you're just like, how, how do you afford it? Yeah. Well, and then when you have, how do you have more than one kid? Yeah. And you would think that they give you like a discount but they 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 don't they say like (laughs) oh yeah multiple kid discount like ten dollars off a month like oh thank you thank you so much for ten dollars i mean i guess i shouldn't complain it's better than nothing but still like Mm, i don't know i don't feel like that's great but yeah no it was not like everywhere we called it was i was looking for like that buy one get one free deal and that just was (laughs) nowhere to be found so how we ended up yeah how we ended up choosing ours is it was through our church we actually did the parents day out through our church um because they did offer monday through thursday and then the majority of the work day the timing wasn't great because i had to be at school so bailey literally had to take them and pick them up every day but it was so all the daycares we looked at like the like they were around I guess the cheapest we could find was like $700 like per kid. And so for both of them that was going to be like basically our mortgage payment and we're like facts. You know, like at this point like what why, you know? And so that was just like we weren't down for that. And so our parents day out that's again why we chose it was because it was like 700 for both of them. And I also will say, like, whenever you're choosing, you have to also think about, like, your work schedule and asking them questions about, like, what are their policies on closing and opening. So, 
I was fine with the in-home because she followed basically our school schedules. Right. So I was like, that's fine because whenever I'm off, whenever I'm off, she's off and whatever. That's right. fine. She's going to follow school schedule. And she would follow school schedule the same thing for like um, snow days. Yeah. Like whatever. Um, so I was like, great, awesome. That'll work. Um, because like if she couldn't just be like, oh, it's snowing. I'm going to cancel today. Like exactly. if my school didn't cancel, I'm bringing them. And because um, people get real crazy around snow here like we shut yeah. everything down because it never <laughs> happens um but then the the like downside was if she has an appointment if she had got sick if like right there's no like backup there's no one else to take him and yeah. so on top of the other problems that we experienced that was kind of taxing too um yeah. because it seemed that she was maybe having to reschedule things a little more often than not, which mm. not all the parents were teachers. So that yeah. was like not working out for them. Um, and I will say that our new daycare doesn't follow school schedules. Like they are open all the, all time, the time. right? Yeah. Like they're not open, you know, on like Christmas Eve, Christmas day, July 4th, like big bank. Like they're not open when the bank's open basically. Right. Right. Like if, or like they're not open when the bank's not open is pretty yeah. much what they follow because they have so many like first responders right. and things like that. And like a lot of day curves, whenever I was looking, didn't have a drop off till like eight o'clock or seven thirty. Right. I have to be at school at seven thirty, So I couldn't take him to a place that doesn't even allow him to be dropped off at seven thirty because right. Reese gets up at like three thirty in the morning to go to work. Yeah. And he is not in Lubbock whenever he works. He's driving out of town and things. So I am the person that has to drop him off and do pickup. And so like at the in-home pickup was at five. So I couldn't work out after school. Like I couldn't have any like mom time, you know? Yeah. Whereas where he is now, he could literally be dropped off as early as 630 in the morning. Um. He doesn't have to be picked up till six. So there are days that I go work out at 4.30. I'm out at 5.30. I run and go get him. Um, if I have to be at school early, I can drop him off early. And they were providing breakfast and they provide breakfast and lunch and snack. I don't have to bring anything. Yeah, that's nice. Which is so nice. But also, like, we had a pretty bad snowstorm. I don't remember whenever it was, but like we were out of school and daycare was still open. Oh, wow. And because they were like, text us if you're bringing your kids so that we can staff appropriately, but they have so many nurses and first responders that they're like, we're going to always try to be open if you can, because some of you have to go to work. But did you take Asher? No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, I wasn't getting out in that. Yeah, yeah, no, I wasn't. I'm not that great of a driver. Yeah. But but I just was like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're not closing. And I think I said something to the director about it, and she goes, we just have too many nurses and doctors and police officers and firemen that, like, are going to have to go to work. Yeah. No matter what the weather's like. 
that we will always try to stay yeah. open or they'll be like, Hey, this location is cold, but take your baby over to this location because we're going to yeah. keep this one or two, these one or two open. Yeah, so I think that's, that's so like nice. really cool too, though, of them to like yes. take that into consideration. Yeah, for um, sure. Because that was one thing I struggled with a lot is like, I know it was a parent's day out. So like most of the kids, there, like one of the parents like was either right either stays home or works from home or you know something like that but I felt like they forgot that like both Bailey and I worked like full-time a lot of the time so that kind of got hard but it made it work and if you're wondering too um you know Monday through Thursday they went to that Friday's Bailey's mom kept the twins right and So. so I think that's really important like if you aren't a teacher you need to be like I mean, there are people that work at, there are so many people that are not teachers that need to be able to count on childcare. Right. You need to figure out, like, are you following the school schedule? What's your policy on snow days? Because, like, you and I worked at a law firm, and they made us come to work whenever it was a snow day. Oh, I know. I remember being livid so many times. (laughs) Yes. Like, livid that I was having to drive, and I was like, this is not safe blah, blah, blah. And our bosses would just be like, we'll come get you if you feel like it's not safe. And I was like, well, that's not what I wanted to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But there's people, I mean, like that is the reality for a lot of people. And so I think one of your biggest questions besides, you know, cost, obviously, because you have to do what financially works for your family is finding out, you know, how it's going to affect your job and things like that. Also the whenever things started getting bad at the daycare we were at, um, the provider was calling me saying, it was like, he's just so fussy. He's inconsolable, all these things. And like wanting me to come get him. Yeah. There was literally nothing wrong with my child. And I'm not a bad mom. Like I even took him to the doctor to see if he had an ear infection. But the second I got him, he was fine. And on the weekends, he was fine. And like that provider said that he was sleeping all day and he never did that on the weekends with me and he was never inconsolable at home. And so my mom like radar went off or like my mom gut and was like, something's wrong. So I think a, you have to trust your gut on things like that. Definitely. And then B two. Their job is to listen to fussy babies. Yeah. And like, how many times have you felt bad that you have to take your child to daycare because you know they're teething? Or like, oh, yeah, it was terrible. And that's one thing I've always said too is so, I mean, I'm a stay at home mom now, but if you have the option, like, if that's something you're considering, definitely stay home for the first year of their life. Like, Mm -hmm. that that was the hardest thing was to take them not just because like I miss them but because their schedule changes so much with like naps and feedings and then once you start adding in solid food and then they're teething like crazy like they're changing so much in that first year it is so hard and especially in those days when you know yeah you know they don't feel good but like you have to go to work and And you have to send them facts like it doesn't make you a bad mom or a bad parent, but like you do kind of feel guilt. Like, Oh, we were up most of the night and now I'm going to go dump my child off on this person. Right. Right. But like also that's their job. And like, 
So that was the thing too, when, when that person was saying things like he's so fussy and like, I was like, I took him to the doctor, nothing's wrong. And she says to me, well, if he's fussy tomorrow, I'm going to call you and I'm at work. And I was like, no, if he's fussy tomorrow and I've taken him to the doctor and he's fine and nothing's going on, like do your job. And I, I know that sounds harsh, but it's like. I cannot leave my job every time that I have a Yeah, I mean, baby. that's what we pay you for. And as then also, as it <laughs> when I said, I know, but like, it's not though. And like, whenever I said, I cannot leave work every time my child is fussy. Yeah. She said, are y'all ready, everybody? Because everybody's going to just like, start hitting their steering wheel if they're driving. <laughs> She's, she said, well, I would think that your baby is more important than your job. <laughs> it still gets me every time. The, this the, the, like the audacity the like I would love to stay home Gina like yeah that's not her name I'm just saying but like I would love to stay home but and like I feel terrible that he's being fussy for you like that sucks I yeah. would much rather be with him but I like teachers are you kidding sub shortage COVID yeah like we only have 10 days then I'm gonna get docked like I'll literally get docked money out of my paycheck Oh yeah, um, I can't even tell you how many no. days I got docked at the by the end of the year. Yes. And so that's whenever I was like, we are out of here. And I got my husband involved and was like, you deal with her because I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. So um that's whenever I called that the daycare that we're at now and I talked to the owner who's actually a dude. And yeah. I told him all the things that were happening, like the gaslighting, the I know what's better for your child. Right. The the sassiness of any time I didn't take her advice because I'm the freaking mom and I decide what to do. And yeah. he was like, first of all, you're the expert for your child. Yeah. Like we're never going to tell you how to, what to do with your child. Number right. one, he was like, number two, it is my job to listen to fussy babies. Yeah. Like if I did not listen to fussy babies, I would not have a job. And he was like, and we will do every single thing we can to calm down your baby before we have to call you. Yeah. And he was like, if, if that means he was like, if that means I have to carry him around all day and he's just going to be my buddy and him and I are going to run the daycare together, then that's what we're going to do. Yeah. And I was like, we're, that's it. Like sold. (laughs) Yeah. Sold sign done deal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I will say our parents day out was really good about, um, like if they weren't feeling well or if they were fussy, anything like that, like they wouldn't call us unless like they had a fever that they couldn't get to go Mm -hmm. down. But even when they did the fever, like they would like try to get it to go down. And then like, if it wasn't in like 30 minutes, then they would call us. I mean, unless it was like, you know, way high, but yeah. And um, they would be, that's kind of how ours was too. Like, unless he had fever, or was like really, you know, like yanking at an ear or something. Like, yeah, they really didn't contact me. And there's a few times that they were like, "Hey, he's just like really not being himself, but he doesn't have a fever." But like, they also knew I was off work. Like, it was spring break right. or something, and I was like, "Okay, I'll just come get him because like I'm sitting at home doing stuff." But like, I'll come get him because. And they only did that if I had been at work. They wouldn't have messaged me, and yeah. um, so they're just really good about that and especially like whenever he was teething um because we started there after he was one so like we're still teething and doing things 
sometimes I'd show up and they'd be like, hey, he just, like, I carried him around all day because, like, that's what he needed. Yeah. Like, he, everybody's had Asher on his hip today, on their hip today because, like, <laughs> he's just having a rough day. And so that's what they do. And I'm like, that's what she should have been doing. And you right. only had six kids. Yeah, which I do get it is harder if, like, you're the only one, but, like, that's also what you signed up for. Like, that's your job, you know? Like, that's what you chose to do. So, I mean, look at us teachers. We have classrooms of 30 kids. <laughs> Don't even. For real. Because sometimes being a teacher is really just a glorified babysitter. Uh, if only we got paid, like, glorified babysitters. Though. Oh, yeah. Jeez, yeah. we'd make so much more money. Yeah. But I think so, obviously price, but you got to know that it's, it really is just ex- yeah, you have expensive to, everywhere. Yeah. Well, and then, like you said, you have to think about some of the things that you wouldn't, like, right off the top of your head. Like, um, you know, what school schedules do they follow and pick up and drop off times and, you know, all of that stuff is all important when it comes to deciding. The other thing I think that's really important, um, obviously figuring out, you know, like, are they going to provide, let me just tell you, them providing breakfast, lunch, and snack is like, like, I'm so glad that I don't have to pack anything for him yeah. ever. Yeah, see, amazing. ours did not, but they were also infants when we started, so, like, I just had to send milk, which I guess that's and, another thing, too, when you, you know, are pumping or if that's what you decide to do and all of that. Um, yeah, I just had to send in like breast milk bags for all. So the I bottles. know that <laughs> if I have another baby, I have to send, like, I'll have to send milk. But they also were familiar with baby lead weaning, so they were like, "Yeah, if you have another baby, like, we can do that with them." Okay. Um, which it could be too because they're like supposed to be Montessori. Yeah, that could be a thing. Um, but then also, so I honestly, I am not like you though, Ashley. And, like, <laughs> if they're feeding him chicken nuggets, taquitos, stuff out of the freezer, like, I literally don't care if it means I don't have to send yeah. a lunch and spend yeah. the time doing it. Like, I'll get him his real good meals at home, and he can do whatever at daycare. They do have pizza day once a month and Chick-fil-A day, which I think is really cute. Yeah. And so that's nice. Yeah. And that then is nice I guess that you don't have to worry about that. The other thing is discipline. I think you need to look right. at the discipline policy. Um, right. Which, like, for infants, like, that doesn't really matter. But once you're in the toddler stage, when they are very much, like, acting like toddlers, and um, I think that's important. They're so good. Like, our discipline, the way it reads, is, like, we're going to figure out what works for your child. Like, yeah. we're going to try, like, not the same thing works for every child yeah and you know have you ever been like so what has worked because I need to try that (laughs) yeah I'm like well what 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 have you figured out no I really haven't um I haven't asked that question because he's literally perfect at daycare yeah well and that's how it always is too they always act so different at daycare than they do at home even the twins like being infants at parents day out um they went through a phase which they still do it if they are next to each other with a pacifier, but they would steal each other's pacifiers like out of their mouth. <laughs> and at home, Cody always stole Knox's. Well, at daycare, Knox always stole 
Cody's. So like oh. they were just complete opposites. When they first told us that, we were like, "Wait, you're getting them mixed up." And they're like, "No, like it's this way." And we're like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is funny." That is. I just know that like at the one we're at, it's very much like we're gonna reinforce positive behavior instead of getting giving negative behavior attention. And that yeah. doesn't mean we're not gonna address the negative behavior, but we're going to make them want to do the positive behaviors more. Which yeah. I can totally see how that is beneficial and how that works. And then if not, you know, I've seen the kids that are like in timeout and stuff before. Um, But I do think one of the main things is to make sure that you have a meeting with the director. So I met with the owner and then I met with the director and make sure that like you mesh well. Yeah. Like, I think you can tell right off the bat if you're going to, like, mesh with someone or not. And I know how I'm a parent, and I'm a probably a little bit more laid back, and it's because I'm a teacher. And I'm more likely to give the teachers the benefit of the doubt. Right. And I'm always going to give the teacher the chance to, like, explain themselves before I jump all over them. Yeah. Because that's just – I've lived it. So I'm like, Right. Exactly. I and, and honestly, like, after I met that director, I was like – she wants what's best for my child. Her children yeah. go here. She has a child that's close in age to Asher. Um, so she's going to be real with me. And if something's happening, she has like 30 workers. Yes. She may not know that it's happening. I am not going to get all up in her grill about it because she may not even know it's happening. Right. And I, and I know like if I told her, hey, this is happening and I don't like it, she would investigate and remedy the situation. Yeah. Because she wants it to be a good place. Yeah. I was going to say that's another thing. I don't know if we have any listeners outside of Texas. I would think that every state has something like this, but you can look up any certified daycare, which, Mm -hmm. I mean, hopefully wherever you send your kids, I mean, unless it's like a, you know, family for a nanny type situation. But They have to be certified and you can look them up and see any report that's like been filed on them. Um, You know, like if they had any issues for anything, like even just like little things like, um, like smoke alarms, like being Mm -hmm. out, you know, like random things. It'll like, you can pull their licensing. Yeah. It'll show you all of those things. So definitely like utilize that when you're researching too, because you never know. I mean, you do hear horror stories, so you never know. It's always helpful to see. I'm sure there's bad teachers, just like there's bad teachers everywhere. But I do want to say like, be very wary of social media. Oh, because I have seen with anything in life, not just daycare, (laughs) literally, but I have seen things like my daycare has multiple locations. Number one. Yeah. Number two, there's been so many instances that our location has been tagged in something that didn't happen at our location. Number one, number two, that someone says something happened at our location. So someone had said something like, I saw them leave my baby unattended on a changing table, this, that, whatever else, because there's cameras and the parents can look in and there's cameras everywhere. My daycare called the licensing that day and said, someone posted this on Facebook. We want you to come in and look at all of our cameras, please. Licensing came in that day, looked at all the cameras, didn't find a single problem. They got a perfect score. 
But yeah. yet this person on Facebook was like, they hit my child or did this or did that. And right. Licensing just came in and looked at every single camera and that didn't happen. Yeah. And the other day, some girl was like, I used to work at this place, tags our location, this, that, da, 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 all this stuff. And my director's like, I literally have no record of her ever even working here. Like literally sheets, like it may be another location, but like never here. But then we just got tagged in it and it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's just like, be very, that's why I'm saying like, pull those licensing reports because if a parent saying something like that happened, the state, if they get wind of it, which usually they do, will come in and investigate. And and with social media too, like they're, I mean, daycares use like catchy names like to you know call their daycare and stuff and so it is very easy for people to like tag the wrong place yeah especially if there's more than one location yeah so always do your research for sure walmart and you're like it's is it the walmart on this street or the walmart right or the walmart in this area and then you're like which one is it but i do I don't know if this is a part of licensing, but I would suggest choosing a daycare that does have cameras in all areas. See, Um, we did not. And, like, we weren't even able to, like, text the teachers or, like, anything. And I wish we had more, like, which, I mean, I guess sometimes too much communication is bad. But, like, I wish, you know, on, like, the days when you know your kid's teething and they don't feel good, but you have to send them anyway, for you just to be able to text and say, hey, you know, how are they doing? And so from the very beginning, I had my director's personal phone number um, and the owner's personal phone number. Like that's something they just gave out to parents. Yeah. Which I had our directors, just not the teachers, you know? And yeah. And then we had an app that we could like message them through. um, Oh, that's nice. And teachers can get on that app as well. Yeah. And they can also send out announcements and pictures and all the things. And then we could see the cameras, but I'm telling you right now that the camera footage is like not super great on the parents' end. Um, it's mm-hmm. just like hard to see and zoom in. But like I could always find Asher because I knew what he was wearing and he yeah. has red hair. I was saying um, he's, he sticks out with his hair, which yeah, he cut. I, you forgot to tell everybody. Oh my gosh, I'll have to tell you all at the end. But um, I didn't super look at the cameras that often. Our owner just built a new building. And mm-hmm. so we're all moving to the new building, which oh, wow. actually Asher starts tomorrow. It's his first day. And so the change with the new building is going to be, yes, they have cameras everywhere. And I've seen in the directors and owners offices, the big TV screen and like the, the, the footage is great. It's clear. You can see everything, oh, um, but parents don't have access to it, but like, mm-hmm. I don't care because like, I trust them and all yeah. I need to know is that they have cameras recording. So if something happens, yeah. I know licensing can come in and look at them. So yeah. I don't think it's certain. I don't think like parents being able to see the footage is like make or break for me. It's just like, are your cameras on? Are they recording? So that right. someone can double check you. And as long as they have that, like I feel good with that. Yeah. But so I think we talked about like cameras, discipline, food, um, time off, money, and just, like, trusting your mom gut. Yeah. I will say, I guess, um, just real quick, like, 
packing for infants like we just had a different diaper bag that we sent with them to daycare every day we had bottles milk diapers wipes even though we like we sent packs of diapers and wipes to the daycare for them to keep there um i'm trying to think of everything else we sent. oh like diaper rash cream if they ever had to mm-hmm. use that um if they yeah. were like really snotty anything like that like we'd send like the saline or like the chest rub like we allowed them to you know do that like obviously they can't or well i mean obviously but it depends on your daycare administering like medicine and stuff so like we didn't have them do that um and then sleep sacks and that was really it the only person that can, that administers medicine at our daycare is like the director yeah. and it's like a last it's like one of those things where I like I know he's teething I gave him Tylenol I need you to give him some yeah um like they obviously are, if he has a fever it's a fever they're not going to try to make it go down with medicine But, um, they do use Asher's own everything, like his own sunscreen, his own, uh, diaper rash cream. Yes. And then of course, like Aquaphor, I don't care. Like Aquaphor, they have that just like on hand, which is, Mm -hmm. they're using it for like chapped cheekies on their face, not their hands. Um, so they do all of that. And I think we have like three pairs of extra clothes there. And then I always take- And gosh, when the twins had reflux so bad, I'd have to send like three change (laughs) outfit changes for them like each because they never like we would send them in an outfit and they always came back in a different outfit every single day for like, I don't know, seven months probably. Well, if Asher had gone there as an infant, I would have been able to take like a bouncer, like his own bouncer. Oh, nice. Um, Which is nice because like only he's in it, no other babies in it. And then like. He would have had his own, like, they had cribs and one would have been his. But we weren't there for that part. We were there, you know, he was already one. So then I took a pack and play and left Mm -hmm. it there. And he was in his own pack and play with his own stuff, um, his own cup, all of that. Now that he's older, when they moved him up, they were like, nap mat. So he has a nap mat. I don't know how they get him to nap on the ground. Like, I feel like if I tried that at home, he'd be like, ha ha. Yeah. Right. Right. They do like, they were like, okay, he's transitioning to nap mat. We need you to get one and bring it. And I was like, y'all are joking. Like, this is never going to (laughs) work. Those people are magic workers. Like the first day they were like, yeah, he slept for an hour and a half. I was like, what? He's never slept on the floor in his life. Um, so now he just has a nap mat there and, you know, obviously diapers wipes and they have a cup for him that they keep. Um, and really that's it. And we love it. Like our director, I just like, she's real down to earth. And what's really sad is that one of our former, so the, the baby that was born in October that went to the in-home with Asher, um, a lot of stuff started going down with that in home. And basically I was the first parent that left. And within a month, all the, every single child had left that daycare. Oh, wow. So there was a lot going on, but <laughs> they all asked me where I went. And so a bunch of them ended up where we were. And one of them was the little boy that's been with Asher since they were infants, which was really oh, cool. Cause cute. now they're in the same class and they've been together. And, um, she, there was an issue with our daycare um, she just noticed he, he came home one day and had a really bad diaper rash and he came home the next day and it was like worse. 
Mm-hmm. And she was just like, I'm going to pull him. I'm going to pull him. And I was like, hey, have you talked to this person? Have you talked? And I was like, like I said, coming from a teacher background, I'm like, I promise you that if you tell the director this is happening, she would be A, mortified. Yeah. B, she'd be mad. C, she would like fix the problem. And like it might could be happening to another other children. And if you don't say anything, nobody's going to know. Yeah. So she talked, she was so afraid to talk to the director because the daycare we had went to before, anytime Mm -hmm. we had an issue like that, she would tell us we didn't know what we were talking about. Yeah. I mean, she would just gaslight us like so bad that that parent is now so afraid to bring up any issue with any daycare because she's like, that's the way they're going to treat me. And so after I talked to her and was like, as a teacher, I'm telling you, it's worth a meeting. You can move him, but you need to, you need to let them know what's going on. She sits down and has a meeting and it's the director was like, oh my God, I am so sorry. Like, this is an easy fix. I will make my teacher set a timer. I will be like, you're setting a timer. And every time that timer goes off, you're checking diapers. Like, yeah. this isn't, I will fix this problem right here, right now. And the mom was like crying and was like, well, I was just so afraid to tell you. I was just so afraid your baby like you that is your freaking tell me and she's like well it's because the last person we went to and the director said something and she was like I can't believe the lady that y'all were going to and I was like girl you're telling me she was like she literally has given some of y'all like PTSD about talking to people about what you think your child needs because she was like you don't know what they need yeah so always advocate for your child Definitely. Don't let anyone gaslight you or tell you you don't know what you're talking about. You are the freaking expert for your kid. And if yeah. someone doesn't believe that, you need to go somewhere else 110%. Definitely. That's my preach snap. Yeah. Okay, I have two things before we wrap this up tell here. Me. So first thing is, obviously, I'm a stay-at-home mom now. So if that's Ugh. something you're considering, do it. It's a 1,000% worth it. Also, um, like if you don't think it's financially possible, like neither did we. And then I literally printed out our monthly statement and went through it with a highlighter and pen and like went through every, like I categorized everything we bought in a month and decided we can do it. So I don't know, just something to think about because (laughs) yeah. Uh, something to think about because if you can stay home with your babies, it is so worth it also. Okay. That's the end of daycare talk. Kind of. My last thing is, <laughs> so like I said, Bailey drops them off and picks them up basically every day, like 98% of the time. Um, unless I was able to get off or I took the day off or, you know, anything like that. Um, and so Bailey and I went to the parade of homes last weekend and ran into one of the teachers that was in the room that the twins were in at their daycare. And we're like talking, Bailey had no idea who it was. We literally like walked to the car after and he was <laughs> like, who was that? And I was like, you're <laughs> kidding me. I said, I'm not going to lie. It took me a couple minutes to figure out who it was. But that's understandable for me because I only talked to them like a handful of times. You literally <laughs> saw them twice a day, every day for 
like, you know, nine months or whatever. You don't know who that was. And he was like, what? And I was like, they literally watched the twins every day. And he was like, oh, he's like, she had a different color hair. Like, man, when I I come back, I want to be a dad. Right. I was actually thinking I'll have to tell you later, but I have a good dad episode that we could do. So we'll have to do that soon. Um. And the other thing is not everyone's cut out to be a stay-at-home mom. So if you're like, yes, also true. I don't think I could do it. Like I, my anxiety and depression and things um, is as such that I need a very, I need a routine to be happy. And if I were to stay home with Asher, I would have to like schedule out every part of our day with activities in order to probably be happy. Also Um, the teacher in you though. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't do well. Like, even when I'm off, like, it's nice to be off. But before I had Asher, when I was off in the summer, I would get, like, sad and in my feelings because I just needed to go back to school and have a routine. Yeah. Um, so this summer, having him go twice a week was great. But I, like, I'm sad, but I'm, like, glad to be back at school because it gives my life structure. And staying home, I just don't know if I would be so productive or able to make myself have a routine. Um, yeah. But I stick to a routine, but again, that's the teacher in me. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone's so different. Like, yeah. And that's also fine. Um, but I really don't think that's good. Like we'll ask y'all this week. If y'all have like daycare questions that we didn't answer, maybe. Um, For sure. And we can do that. I will say if you can afford it. Well, just I know you feel like you pay the most for daycare and you do but those teachers do not make at all what 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 they're worth at oh, the daycare. for sure like they're making less than us as teachers like I don't even know how some of them survive yeah and so please recognize like Christmas gifts teacher appreciation like teachers birthdays like five dollar gift cards whatever Please do it. I mean, I honestly spent a stupid amount of money on two giant boxes of crumble cookies for the entire daycare staff just because I was like, they don't get things. Yeah. And for Christmas, I bought them um, uh, the small bottle of Tito's for like oh, every nice. one of his teachers. Because <laughs> I was like, That's here you go. You're welcome. Like, thank you for keeping my child. Here's the yeah. But really try to try to do those random like acts of kindness because they are like raising your baby. I mean, right. I know that sounds bad, but they are like, they're, they're with your baby a lot and they don't make enough. I'm telling you. Yeah. So, okay. Cut to Asher got his first haircut this weekend. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's end the episode with how that went. So I have put it on as off as long as I could, you know, he's, if you haven't seen any of our Instagram posts, Asher has red curly hair, basically yes. like a curly mullet. We'll do a before and after, but yes, it was, it was getting very mullety and he was looking like a ragamuffin and I was like, okay, we got to do it. And my hair person that's been doing my hair since I was like 20, mm-hmm. uh, I asked her, I was like, do you want to do it? Or you want me to take him to like a kid's place? And she was like, absolutely not. I'm doing his hair. Yeah. So I took him and I took him after a nap, which I'm telling you great time because he was like still calm yeah whatever but asher's also that child he can be very loud and cheerleader like like me and then sometimes (laughs) he can just be like very serious and just like staring 
giving you the side eye, making judgments about you. And that's basically what he did his whole haircut. He sat there for 30 minutes. I kid you not, the most serious baby I've ever seen, just chilling while she cut his hair. She, like, was laughing the whole time. She was like, look at his face. Oh, my God. Like, he's perfect. He's so serious. I can't believe this. Like, no one could believe how great he did. It was insane. And he was just, like, judging it and taking it all in. And then afterwards, I'm telling y'all, he looks so big. Oh, I know. He looks so much older. He literally looks like he's going to get his driver's license tomorrow. (laughs) I was like, he's going to go to college. Like, it's so sad. And I did listen. I'm not the mom. Y'all know I'm not like a frou-frou mom. I don't, I'm not going to keep every tooth. I'm not going to, I didn't keep an umbilical cord. I'm not keeping his like random weird stuff. Yeah. If you keep that stuff, that's great. I love that for you. That's not me. I did keep a curl. Just one. (laughs) I did. I couldn't help it. And it's actually his hair is still curling up pretty high. So I'm like, ooh, maybe, maybe like we didn't really get rid of all the curls, even though she cut it short. Yeah. So that was promising. We'll see what his hair does. But yeah. I did keep one little curl. I'm going to put it in a little baggie and stick it in his baby book. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. So I know. But we'll, we'll have to post yeah. pictures of haircut and all of that. Well, and your okay. Wall. Yes. That you painted. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I hope everybody has a great first week back at school for your kiddos or if you're a teacher, if this is your first week. Um, and yeah. You're going to be great. And just love your kiddos and remember that you are taking care of someone's baby. Just that's mm. what you have to remember. Yes. Cheers to that. Cheers. And keep on momming. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Mom Stuff Podcast. And if you like us, which we hope that you do, please rate, review, and subscribe because that would really help us out a lot. And tell all your mom friends. <laughs>